You're listening to the Jofara Podcast, hosted by Chris Lee. The Jofara Podcast, helping people of color to level up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic edition of Chris Lee's Jofara Podcast. How are you today? This episode is being recorded in January in Michigan. It's usually cloudy, like January, February, March in the Midwest, but the sun is shining today and I'm feeling good. And I'm recording this episode because I want to talk to you about something that is kind of a little bit taboo, a little bit embarrassing and a little bit taboo. You know uh, that I am not ashamed to shy away from any subject, especially if it's something that we could talk about and something that will help us to level up together. So today I want to talk to you about some lessons that I have learned because it's all about lessons. It's all about the things that we learn and how you can get better from them. So today I want to talk about lessons that I have learned from being a part of multi-level marketing companies. And when you hear me mention multi-level marketing companies, what runs through your mind? I know for myself, I think about the phone rings. I hear from somebody who I haven't heard from in like five years. They want to know how I'm doing. Where are you up to? And like at some point, the conversation crosses a line from like general concern into, uh uh-oh, I feel a pitch coming on. (laughs) I feel a multi-level marketing pitch coming on. I'm just waiting for it after it's happened to you a few times, you know, and all of us have been there, you know, where we've been embarrassed by that. It's like embarrassing all the way around. It's embarrassing for the person talking to you and you as the person on the receiving end of this business pitch. But I assure you, I've been a part of over the years, over the past probably 10 or 15 years, I have been a part of four or five multi-level marketing companies and jumped in like full-fledged with both feet to try and make some money. Um, Lured by the promise of making a lot of money, being able to leave a nine to five, send my kids to college, go on the tropical vacation. And now mind you, this episode is not to bash multi-level marketing companies. There's a part of it that's embarrassing and there's a part of it that's funny, but there's also a part that we learn from and that we can some lessons that I've learned over the years that, you know, you can take and put to use in your life. All right. So. Again, there's like I said, there's a part of it that's embarrassing. You're lured by the promise of making a lot of money, you know, retiring your mom, going on vacation, whatever your thing is. Those results, however, are not typical. And because those results are not typical, people usually say that uh, multi-level marketing um, is a scam. It's a pyramid scheme and all that good stuff. And, you know, the honest to goodness truth that your job is probably more of a pyramid scheme than a multi-level marketing company. And a multi-level marketing company and a pyramid scheme are actually two different things. If, if there's a product to be sold, then it's not a pyramid scheme. A pyramid scheme is basically where there's nothing to be bought or sold or something that's intangible, people passing around money, whatever. And I've done both. 
I'll admit it. I've done both before. So a lot of people have tried it and a lot of people do it and then they end up stopping because again, the results are not typical because what it takes to be successful in multi-level marketing is you got to have very, very thick skin. You have to be willing to work very, very hard and you have to have some determination and some skill. If you get all that right, you got to get good at selling your products. You got to get good at getting recruits. And it's like spinning plates. And it just depends on whether or not you have the wherewithal to stick with it while you're spinning plates. Because at a certain point, it'll take on a life of its own. But most people don't get to that point. Most people, myself included, don't see results fast enough. And then you quit. Because here's something, here's something that we got to just talk about, because this is an elephant in a room when it comes to multi-level marketing. Someone comes along and you talk to their upline, you know, the person who got them involved in the company, and they sell you on a dream. But here's the problem a lot of times. The thing that you're having to do is not the way that you want to make your money or something that's so incredibly uncomfortable out of your comfort zone that you're just not willing to do it. I know I have always, 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 every time I have a nine to five job, I always dream of getting out of it, leaving it behind, finding something to make enough money. And just that's the dream, you know, that that you get sold on or that you grab on into. And that's the thing that you want to accomplish. And at a certain point, you realize that this ain't the way I want to do it. I don't want to sell subscriptions. I don't want to sell cases of juice or whatever the product is. And that's what happened. But here are a few lessons that I have learned from multi-level marketing companies and applied in my life. Okay, one thing that you'll learn if you are a part of any decent multi-level marketing company is the importance of training. That's a very important part. No matter what you're doing, you have to learn, you have to continue to learn, and you have to get better and better at what you're doing. My multi-level marketing days are what got me started and helped me develop an appetite for knowledge, for mindset. How do we improve? How do we level up? That started way, way back in the 90s when I was a very young man. And that's where I was a part of a company back then called Nutrition for Life. And that it was a bunch of vitamins and powders and stuff like that. But the training was phenomenal. That's where I learned about books like Think and Grow Rich, The Biology of Belief, The Magic of Thinking Good. There was a lot of mindset training that went into being a part of this company. Also, the sales training. Regardless of what business you're in, you need to know how to sell. And sometimes we cringe when we hear that word, oh, selling, it's a dirty word. And we think about like a, a slimy used car salesman. <laughs> the definition though, the definition of selling really is getting somebody to do what you want when you want them to do it. And there's various ways to go about it and various levels of skill to it. 
There's a hard sale where they just hammer you. There's a puppy dog sale. There's a sale where they appeal to your logic or to your emotions. So there's a lot that goes into selling. But the sales training for most of the companies that I've ever been involved in have been pretty good. Some good, some not as useful. Another skill that I learned in my days working multi-level marketing company was learning how to talk to people, right? Now, <laughs> some companies, I won't name the companies because I don't even, I, some of these companies, I don't even know if they're still around because, you know, they'll come in, they'll be hot and then they'll go. And that's just a part of multi-level marketing. And if you can get in and make your money, you know, you can change your life in, in the, over the course of a couple of years, you know, or even, even a few months. I remember now this is, this is from the what not to do when it comes to sales. Years ago, I was hanging out back in the olden days when they had bookstores, I was hanging out at borders books and I'm hanging out in the self-help section. And I'm looking at a book and a guy, real nice, clean cut guy walks up to me. and He's like, oh, you, you read a lot of books. Yeah, we're, I'm, we're striking up a conversation. And then he hit me with the pitch. And I felt I don't know what I felt. I just didn't like the fact that we were having a, a conversation about books and come to find out he didn't care about the books I was reading. He just wanted to tell me about his multi-level marketing company and try to get me in it. That was like what not to do. But one thing that I did learn that was very good from one of the companies I was involved in, I think this company, I think this company sold juice to some type of uh, energy drink or something, miracle, miracle drink. Something I learned when I was a part of this company, though, was something called natural selling, which is talking to people. And again, this is not just for MLMs. This is for any business that you're in. If you're selling insurance, if you are, uh, if you're in a multi-level marketing company, another one, uh, or if you're selling insurance, if you're selling t-shirts, if you're selling your own products, if you're an author, you're selling books, this was natural selling. And the premise of it was that you talk to people and you qualify them before you even pitch to them. You make sure that they even want or need what you have because some people don't want it. They don't need it. And you, here's the thing with selling. Okay. You can't talk somebody into something that they don't want to do, especially something that you need them to be committed to like a multi-level marketing company. You may be able to sell them like a, a one-off product, but the thing that I've learned is just talk to people. You know, I was on book tour in the summer or not summer, like the fall and, and early winter, um, October, November, December of 2022. And I was out with my book addicted to death and I was on a book tour and I was set up in Kroger stores throughout the metropolitan Detroit area. And the thing that I was reminded of is you don't need to sell anybody on anything. People may come up to talk to you and they may want to know what your book is about and they may not want to buy your book. Or you may tell them something or they see something in the book that makes them excited or something that really connects with them 
you know, on an energetic level, kind of on a spiritual level, and they decide they want to buy the book. And some people are just talking, you know, they just want to talk to you and see, you know, because you're there. And, you know, I was reminded uh, over the three months of the book tour going to these different, I think I went to like 14 or 15 different locations. And it's like, just set up and talk to people. And some people I talked to for 30, 40 minutes. I didn't care if they bought anything or not. I kind of went into it with no type of an expectation. But just from talking to people, you kind of could gauge whether or not this was something that they might be interested in or not. And that is a valuable lesson for everybody, regardless of what you're doing. And if you do that and you have a good approach, that can save a few friendships. Because <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> nothing is more awkward than like pitching to like your best friend. The only thing that's that's more awkward to pitching a, a business to your best friend is when you're pitching your second and third business <laughs> because the first one didn't work and the second one didn't work. And the worst thing, you know, you can hear somebody say, especially, you know, if you're doing MLMs, you hear somebody say, Oh, what are you doing now? What are you doing this week? The last one didn't work out. Why is this one going to work out? Those are like really hard objections to overcome. Those are real objections because sometimes people have a, an objection to something. That's an excuse. But when they call you out like that, there's not, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do. So a good approach makes all the difference in the world. The other thing, the other lesson that I got, and this is for everything. So like I don't do MLMs anymore. Maybe one day, who knows, but. Now, my main focus is my books, my one-on-one -on -one coachings, my, I have various things, a, a journaling club and uh, other classes and things like that. Keep your head, this is a lesson I learned, keep your head out of the other people's pockets. Sometimes when we are having a hard time ourselves, or sometimes when we are judging people judging like they say don't judge a book by its cover that's something that we all do naturally you see a person and you say oh man i don't think they're going to be able to afford this right you may have a class that you're selling for you know 500 or a thousand dollars and you may meet somebody and you you're, you're making an assumption before you even talk to them oh yeah they can't afford this because <laughs> that's one of the biggest objections that i get most of the time is, you know, money. People saying, hey, I can't afford it. And you kind of have to respect that, you know, talk to them, help them out as you can. And if not, you move on. Being able to help people is not convincing somebody. You have to sort through and find the people that are ready and that are willing. And again, whatever business that you're in, your job is not to sell to everybody. Everybody's not your customer. Your job is to fine tune your pitch and fine tune your marketing so that you're finding those people that are ready, willing, and able. One of the other lessons that I learned was the importance of consistent effort, keeping the pipeline full. Consistent effort has made such a big difference in everything that I've done, actually personally and professionally. When I turned around my health and I lost almost 100 pounds, that turnaround 
was facilitated by consistent effort, by consistently making good food choices each and every meal, as good as I could each and every meal, and exercising as much as I could, moving my body around, that consistent effort over time paid off. And that was a lesson that I learned from working multi-level marketing companies. The other ones, these are the last two, and these are pretty important. One was the importance of community. When I was a part of the multi-level marketing companies, they encouraged us to support each other. Go to the meetings, even if you don't have a guest coming, just go there, show up and support. And what happened was we built a community and community is important for everything that we do. If you're a business owner, having a community with your customers, having community with other business owners. If you're an author, having community with your readers and other authors. Other people who do what you do or your customers. That's the way that we're wired. Community. That's something that's important. And the last one was, and this was the lesson that came the hardest for me, was if you don't work, you don't eat. See, there's no, you know, you can get a job, you know, people that may work somewhere and they get a profit sharing check and everybody gets to check whether you worked hard or not. With multi-level marketing companies and in business, if you don't work, you won't eat. So that's kind of like that goes hand in hand with the consistent effort. And those are the things that I have taken and applied them in my business and in your life. Hopefully there's something that you were able to glean out of that that you can use for yourself or share with somebody else. And as always, I thank you so very much for tuning in. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Chris Lee's Jofara Podcast. We'll see you next week. For more great content, follow Chris on Instagram at thinkchrisley or visit www.thinkchrisley.com.